Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hello, dear ones. Welcome back. As we embark into the season of Thanksgiving, many of us are grappling with how different 2020 is yet again. Here in the Midwest, we are headed into a phase two lockdown, and COVID is again showing us that we are not in control. Many of us are faced with tough choices about how to spend the season. When we would normally be traveling to visit family and celebrating in great numbers, we are forced to choose between the safety of our loved ones and our desire to be together. For myself, my mom lives just a few miles away, but we've still had to make the tough choice not to be together. It's not an easy choice. It wasn't an easy conversation. There is sadness around it. So as I was thinking about our pursuit of joy here in the Rock Your Joy podcast and how we want to think that joy and sadness are completely separate, but as we learn from the great teachers, they are not separate. They are entwined together. And now I think is an opportunity to recognize and celebrate how they are entwined together. Brene Brown says there's no joy without gratitude. So perhaps in this season, we can sow the seeds of gratitude and find joy, even when it doesn't look anything as we imagined. So the first thing we're going to do is shift our perspective. Yes, we are sad and disappointed, but perhaps we're clinging to an old way remembering how it was last year. And we've tied our emotions and our comfort, our happiness, as traditions do bring us great comfort. But we have an opportunity to recreate and reimagine how we might celebrate and find connection in this new time. But the first thing we have to do is create stillness. Carve out time to unpack the feelings. To sit with them as uncomfortable as they are, instead of steaming over them. Allow your anger, your sadness, your frustration, your disappointment. Make space for it. As we start to make space for these feelings, and we start to sit with them, we also take away their power. We're not bypassing them. They are absolutely part of what makes us a full spectrum of our humanity. But this season is calling for us to move inward. So using the tools that we have, our meditation, our breath work, we can start to see how these might trigger old feelings of being alone, separate. And I invite you just to create a ritual around that space. For those of us with children, they are having their own process of disappointment. But we have such an opportunity to teach them that even when things don't look the way that we thought they would, we are opening up a space to discover how they might look 
to consciously co-create a beautiful new reality. The second part of this is take a step back and look around. Broaden our view. There is great relief in connecting with others and recognizing we are all in this together. There's a beautiful story in the Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu, a book that I am returning to over and over again in this season. The Dalai Lama shares a famous Buddhist story of a woman who lost her child and is inconsolable with grief, carrying her dead child through the land, begging for anyone to help her heal her child. She comes to the Buddha and begs him to help her, and he tells her he can help, but first she needs to collect mustard seeds for the medicine. She agrees, but he tells her that to collect the mustard seeds, they have to come from a house that has not been touched by death. The woman visits every house in search of mustard seeds that might heal her son and discovers that there is no house that has not been touched by the loss of a parent, a spouse, or a child. Seeing that her suffering is not unique, she was able to bury her child in the forest and release her pain. So many of us can look around and see that we are all feeling the full spectrum of feelings. When we are able to connect to the collective, we can release some of that sadness. And it doesn't diminish, but it does lighten our load. In a season and a time when gratitude is thrown around in an almost trite way, there is an opportunity for us to truly shift. The third practice is gratitude. We are, in fact, in the season of gratitude, but to really cultivate the practice of gratitude. There is a difference between simply accepting our circumstances and finding gratitude for what is beautiful. So I invite you over the next five days, each night, to take pen and paper and write out five things you're grateful for. Start to notice how you feel when you write them. How you feel when you linger on the things that bring you gratitude. Where does gratitude show up in your body? For me, it feels like a space of deeper love. When I shift out of the world happening to me and I move into my power as a creator, co-creating my reality. It's a deep opening of my heart center when I allow love to flow freely in and out. The last practice is generosity. As we move our consciousness into the collective and know that we are all suffering, we start to move into a space of connectedness and true gratitude. There is an opportunity to reach out and extend a hand to someone else. As others are feeling loss and disconnection, how can we create a bridge? Perhaps you reimagine how Thanksgiving might look with a family, creating a Zoom dinner, or perhaps you send flowers to someone who isn't expecting. My guest last week on the podcast was the founder of the Pandemic of Love. She is partnering families right now to sponsor a family who's either lost their income or a loved one from COVID. This is inspiring and such a profound and simple way to help someone else and to feel the love when we get to do that. Take out the cards that are stuffed away in an old drawer and send them to people who aren't expecting them. 
I think you will be surprised and delighted by how the practice of gratitude and generosity shifts you out of your own sadness so that not only on the day of Thanksgiving, but every single day, we can start to celebrate and move into a space of abundance and connection, consciously creating beauty and love all around us as we reach out and connect with each other and allow ourselves to recognize the true beauty that we have even in this time and space. Commit to these practices. I invite you to share one beautiful thing with a friend, one way that they moved you or touched you or inspired you this year. When we move from this space of love, we make room for joy so that they are not just present in this season, but in every season. So until next time, let's rock your joy one breath and one day at a time. Hey friends, if you love these concepts and want to go deeper, you can go to my website, www.anyarock.com forward slash coaching, and let's connect. I would love to help you navigate these interesting and challenging times with more ease and more flow. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore rock your joy. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.